You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 52. Yes, you have one issue for every card in a deck at this point. I forget, does that include the Jokers? This is how familiar I am with cards. I think if you include the Jokers, then we got two more issues to go before we are really able to say that. But anyway, this is issue number 52, and... We are bringing you yet another session of the Dresden Files game, Session 8, and it's a good one. I think you're going to enjoy it. We certainly did, so I won't keep talking much longer, and you can get right to the fun. The cast includes Trilobite as our wickedly resourceful game master, yours truly, Blind Geek as David Mercury, Josh as Ezra Kirkland, and Moondog as Logan Shaw. So, without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 52, The Portal. Flats men's penitentiary, where you had resealed some unholy thing, where it had been kept since time unknown. Well, you have some idea because you know when the prison was built, but that's about all you found. You had discovered that the energies of the prison were being siphoned away. Ezra, I believe you revealed unto the others what was doing that. Kathanyantic. Siphoning the energy out to back to the city, but it looks yeah, like back to somewhere in the city. Yeah, I did not want to keep the site open enough to slowly follow it. I don't know if you guys will do a quick recap for each other, kind of help bring each other up to speed. I remember a vulture. Yes, that was at the very end. Well, we don't think it was a vulture. Mm-mm. We managed Oops. to put at least some life back into that place, mm-hmm. and we ran like little girls. <laughs> the parametric prison of the dam. It was a mutual choice. Oh yeah, I was all for it. Sometimes running like little girls is the better part of valor. I think you guys fought bravely. Yeah, that's right. The prison was designed to hold something in, and now that energy is being siphoned away by the uh, casted on Yantic. Did we find out in our research who had built the prison? You had yeah. found out that the Pitcairn family, who's one of the founding families of the city, you know, big turn of the century industrialist types. Okay, yeah, Gilded Age type people, yeah. One of the first civil airports in America out here, they had been behind the construction of this thing. They at least funded it, perhaps solely funded it. Logan, we need you to find out what the Pitcairn family's doing lately. Because if they built this, this stuff is all sorts of like uh, geomantic, feng shui, parametric, orgone accumulator, magical architecture built type thing. That's a technical term. <laughs> yeah. We need to find. We need to find out what the Pitcairn family is doing. 
these days, and you're the social butterfly. I'm making a note of it. Because if they don't know anything now, then their uh, ancestors not too many generations ago certainly did. And if they're in my business, they might still be alive. That's true. Logan, you don't happen to have any traits or anything that might, or skills that might let you just know something like that. Yeah, I would have contacts, maybe. I also Mm -hmm. have resources. Which one's better for you? Resources. Okay, I'll totally let you make a resources roll because I could see that representing moving in those circles. Gotcha. Hey, fate points resetting or not? Resetting? I'm sorry. Do we go back to our refresh? Oh, yes, yes. If you weren't above your refresh. Okay, yeah, I'm one above my refresh, so I'll just keep doing what I got. Yep, you keep Okay, so we are going to do a resource roll. Over my refresh. Sweet. Me too. Wait, no, I'm not. Damn it. I got a seven. Okay. So the Pitcairn family is much diminished. It's pretty much just Robert Pitcairn and his wife, Jessica. And they live up in the Oaks, where a lot of the rich and famous and stuff live here. They're old money. You know, they no longer have the big industrial base, but they're doing a lot of philanthropy. Okay. Charity balls, you know, all that kinds of stuff. And the last thing you heard that might be unusual apart from that is they adopted a young girl from Eastern Europe around the time of the Iron Curtain. Okay. And I relay that information to my wizard friend. What's his name? Robert. Robert and Jessica? Jessica. Mm -hmm. They live in the Oaks. What did they adopt? They adopted a young girl from Eastern Europe around the time of the Iron Curtain. Okay, so she would be a young girl at this point. Unless she has some type of magical powers. Well, usually that doesn't kick in until... So they're the ones that built it. They're the ones that own it, too? No, they funded it, but it was a state institution. This whole prison is a giant superconducting antenna. Might not be off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, they're the ones that built this place? Yes. Okay, so they adopted that girl when they were pretty old then. Well, no, that was the Pitcairn family. Okay. These are the current ones in charge, more or less, the whatever you want to call them, the ones running things right now, right? Yeah, they're the scions of the house. The patriarchs, yeah, okay. You know what we need to do? They have a lot of parties and whatnot, you said? They do like to um, host different types of charity events, balls and pretty big balls. We need to get in. Well, here's what we need. We need a caper. That's what we need, a caper. Uh, we need you, Logan, to get us all into the party here using your connections. And then while you're whining and dining, we can sneak into their library and look for clues about what the heck's going on with this prison. Family records, that kind of thing. You said a caper? I'm not going to steal anything. Well, no, we're not stealing. We're just going to look, maybe take some pictures, maybe steal some things. That's it. Yeah. I'm- well, I shouldn't have any problem getting you in. I'm kind of worried about David Mercury, though. He doesn't have very good social skills. He's your goon. I was going to argue, but I'm not going to because it's probably fairly true. <laughs> David Mercury is not my goon. Well, I mean, he could pretend That's to be Victor. Your goon. He's got fine social skills. Well, give Victor, Victor a day off and let David be your goon. David could be a goon. David, look, you got goon written all over you, David. I mean, that's the best possible way. It's not my fault. Annie had a magic yeah, marker. Is my goon going to be doing, like, leaving my side to go do your investigations? Well, I'll just do the investigations then. I've got an invisible coat. No, wait, I got rid of that. Well, I can make myself invisible. He seems to have an invisible coat. Yeah. Then why do you need me to get you in? Because I can't be invisible for very long. Plus, there's probably thresholds and stuff, too, now I think about it. Yes, I need to be invited in. Okay, well, I'll make sure you get on their next invitation list. 
I can't believe I have to argue with you about going to a party. Well, you know, I do have standards of who I attend parties with. Oh, that's just painful. You know, I do I do have an image to maintain. Victor is well liked by everybody but you. Yeah, well, that's because he smells. Well, whatever works for him, he's going to keep doing it. That's a patchouli oil. I'll have to check the calendar to see when their next ball is. I'll get invitations for both of you. Wow, we got that. We've got the uh, trying to get into um, Jack Thompson's social shindig. Oh, you got a busy calendar. Come on, we're helping you out. Here we are. We're giving you things I to do. I would be going to these events without you, mm-hmm. so I don't see where the help is. You can make well, Daddy we're proud. Our, well, then we're helping ourselves out. Come on, you're helping us out. I just think it's your way of getting free food. Well, there's that. Not that is a nice plus. You are not mutually exclusive, sir. <laughs> oh, you've tasted one crudite. You've tasted them all. I don't even know what that is. See? Yeah, we need to help you. Well, help me. Get me into this fancy party so I can steal stuff from them. I mean... I'm not look. stealing anything. I, right. I'll i help you look, but I can't... I can't be in the same proximity where theft is going on. It goes right. against... Well, you can excuse can, yourself from can the you, room. Can you go and take pictures of stuff? I don't see a problem with that. <sighs> Do I have to think of everything for you two? I can't... Well, we wanted that. you to be there, but you're being all... You and not wanting to go. <laughs> I'm being all me. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I like how you put that. <laughs> if I could find an old timey 110 camera, I could take pictures, I'm sure. I could probably work that. That's true. We got to stand clear of Jinx Boy over here. Hey, you know what? I'm kind of offended. I got, no, no. I'm, my, my character's kind of a hipster bohemian. What's the chance of me actually having like an old timey film camera? Zero. Great point. An excellent thing to pay for, or even just uh, make a declaration for if you think you've got a, you know, an appropriate skill. Yeah, I've got resources. Or, or a fate point. Yeah, resources too. Okay, yeah. Give me a quick roll on that. I like it. It's interesting, and I can see uh, it working com- out interestingly up, either way. Comes up as a two. Hmm. No, but you know where you could get one. Ah, fair enough. There's a second-hand shop, which is becoming increasingly expensive now that it's been discovered. I'll keep that in mind. Okay, so where are we going from here? I've got nothing for the rest of the Everything else depends on... Let's see here. We've got the Pick Karen thing to track down. We've got the Jack Thompson thing to track down. All those require some waiting. There's the White Lodge. I'm not sure if that's a lead on this or not. I should probably go back and check on my kid. My only thought right now is to try and find out some more information about the pit cairns, specifically if they've got any kind of occult knowledge or background, or if, if Robert and Jessica don't, at least if their uh, ancestors, grandparents, whatever, did. That would require some actual research, asking questions, or my plan, the caper, checking out their house. The only other option idea I have, and I'm leery of doing this, so I'm going to put it out to the committee here, is opening a way into the never-never uh, around the prison and checking that out. That promises to be dangerous. Yeah, I think Leary is a very understated reaction there. But then, we are heroes, are we not? We are. We are. I am. Logan. Huh, what? Uh-huh. Define hero. He's not a hero unless he has his bully boy next to him to keep him from having to actually are, do anything. It could be a spot of information. I haven't gone into the never-never for anything extended before, so it'd certainly be interesting. But it promises to be dangerous. Oh, I like that. Oh, all right. You got me at danger. Oh, okay. Well, Just as long as it's not as dangerous as weird, creepy things coming out of circles. I absolutely cannot promise that. Could be more dangerous because there's no circle to hold them in the never-never. 
So, yeah, it's more than likely going to be more dangerous than that. Whatever you guys want to do, I'm just here to help you. You should put that on a corporate T-shirt. We have it, yeah. Oh. It's part of our. <laughs> it, it, it's part of our um, business oh, plan. Family crest. <laughs> yeah, just here to help here to you. Help you. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to the Never Never. Speaking as a viewer of this story or reader of this book or whatever the hell it is we're doing, that would probably be the more interesting way to go. Because the only other suggestion I had was Mercury could look and confer with his cop buddies or look at their database and see if he could find anything out about the Pitcairn family, yeah, if there was I'm any suspicion. Because I'd certainly want to take a day or two to prepare before I jump into the Never Never. Okay, well then I will do that. I think we go back and play with the nasty thing coming out of the circle. I'm bored. You go do that. You have a good time doing it, too. Let us know if you get into trouble. Oh, wait, you probably won't be able to let us know. Because... How's your hand, by the way? Yeah. My hand... It's fine. If we go on the other side, chances are we'll find the nasty thing. How is my hand, by the way? <laughs> uh, at the start of your trip, it was pretty much recovered. So it's getting steadily better. It feels weird, but you've got motion and dexterity back in it. I'm going to test that and flip off Mercury. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be fine. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> well, we could go... You know, when you point a finger at someone, there are three of them pointing back at you. <laughs> Weren't we going to do some research on this Thompson guy? Yep. Research on who? I'm sorry. Thompson, the evil land developer? Yeah, we got to look into him some more. Again, we want to try and get into his thing and find out what he's doing, too. Yeah, because he's uh, he's all, like, private and all that. Well, if I remember right, he's the one that's having the next partay. Yes. Smiling Jack Thompson. Like a used car salesman. Land developer. Yeah, I know. And his messianic preacher waits. (laughs) All right, well, in the meantime... So you prep the oogity boogity stuff, and we can... Yes, I will prep the oogity boogity stuff. I'm going to go back and talk to Victor. I thought you wanted to get something productive accomplished. Well, you guys want to do all this research and spend two days to get ready to go. i got to do something. I'm not going to need... Oh, he needs two days. Well, how much time do you need, What Ezra? time of night is it? It's what, daylight? It's getting towards... Yes. Well, what time is it now, about? Afternoon. I don't know. You... Two or three o'clock. I don't know. You broke my watch last time you... I used to have a watch that worked. Warned you not to wire those digital stuff around me. Well, did I not warn you? You did. Yeah, Where am I supposed I to get a non-digital watch? You can't even find those in Cracker Jack boxes these days. Find them all over the sharper image. I don't know. Somewhere. You can buy. <laughs> Hymex makes a very nice watch. MacGyver wore one. They're not that hard to find. I, I know you tend to live in a different world than the rest of us, but okay. Oh, well, whatever. But, and the point is I don't have a watch right now. So where are you guys going? Lay it out for him. I'm going to go talk to Victor. Okay. I'm going back home to prep for a trip to the Never Never. And I'm going back home where Annie is and make sure Annie's okay and do some fatherly, you know, spend some time with my child. Hmm, imagine that. And then I will swing by the station and talk with Sergeant Gorchevsky or whatever the hell so I can research. So when and where should we hook up? Alistair's? There you go. Works for me. Sounds good. When? That's up to Ezra. Noon. Noon tomorrow? Yes. Very good. I'll be there. Okay. So, returning to the Gomez house, this tall, run-down, gingerbread pseudo-Victorian on the edge of the commercial district, you can see where uh, the devastation from just a few days ago has been partially cleaned up. (laughs) I forgot about that. that. There's still some car parts littering the lawn of the house next door. 
a strangely incongruent patch of aluminum siding has been added to the former clapboard siding where the van ran into the house next door, that is. Got to make do with what you got. (laughs) The palm tree that got knocked down in the ensuing melee has been pulled off the street and sectioned, cut up with a chainsaw. Hmm. uh, It's just lying there in the sidewalk. It's disused and cracked. Weeds are growing up through it. The sidewalk, not the palm tree. Because, (laughs) you know, this is California. Nobody walks in California. Uh, When you return to the Gomez house, you see a Harley there that you don't recognize. Highly modified, long forks, big old banana seat, ape hanger bars. Hmm. Bicycle, he said? It's a Harley. No, Harley. Harley, Harley, okay. Motorcycle, sir. Uh, first, I thought you said woman. Not that Harley. No, well, I just heard wrong. I thought you said woman for some reason. And then the follow-up sentence totally made that not make Mr. sense. Mr. J, <laughs> what are we doing in this house? <laughs> and why do I have these handlebars? No. Just but a, I was like, well, I must have misheard. He obviously said bicycle. Motor, <laughs> in fact, motorbike. I said Harley. Harley. <laughs> got it, got it. Your brain just did some sort of auto-conflate, which my brain does all the time. (laughs) I have a sort of weird audio auto-correct that happens sometimes. So, um, front door's open, screen door closed and locked. You can see uh, the same two losers sitting on the same ratty tartan couch playing Halo. (laughs) It doesn't look like they've moved since two or three days ago when you had your confrontation with that big thug who called himself Hamadryad here. Ah, yes. Hey, Itchy. kicked off this whole crazy chain of events. Itchy, scratchy. Who's the Harley outside belong to? What? Whose bike, dude? Dude, pause. Whose bike? What? Dude, pause. One of them says, what? Wait, well, hold on. One of them pauses and they both look at you. Okay, what? Wait, is Ezra, is, is, outside, is Ezra with me or is this just... My house. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot you. Yeah. I was wondering what you were doing here, but I wasn't going to go. Because that's where I left Annie was with, what's her name, here. Yeah. I live here. What are you talking about? That wasn't in character. <laughs> it's it's that guy, the tattoo guy. He's moving into the room. Tattoo guy. Oh, tattoo yeah, guy. the tattoo guy. He's moving into the room, Her remember? SoCal. Tattoo guy does not really narrow it down for me. No, no. The tattoo guy. You know, Echo's room is empty now because right. that other chick moved out after she moved out. So he's moving in. We talked about this yesterday, man. I wasn't here. What are you talking about, You man? talked about it yesterday. I wasn't here. Right. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, like, pretend that I don't know nothing. I know. <laughs> That's easy. Yeah, I got it. That was free. <laughs> this tattoo guy moving into Echo's, not my girlfriend, Echo's room. Okay. The other one says. He stands up, brushes Doritos off his shirt. All right. So, thumb and points at it emphatically. All right. So... Your girlfriend got ditched in the hospital or whatever after she went nuts, right? I just said She's she was not his girlfriend, girlfriend. But go on. Okay, yeah, sure. So um, <laughs> then he holds up his index finger, pointing at it. Yes. Okay. Then her roommate, that other stripper from the club. Right. Bunny or, or something, Bambi, Cotton, I don't remember. Okay. I forgot the name as well. Thumper. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, she moved out. Because your girlfriend was gone, and she was all flipped out about the whole crazy cult thing and everything. So she went back to Idaho with her parents. All right. Good on her. And then um, the tattoo guy saw the note that Miss Gomez put out down at the community center. 
And so he's crashing here while his studio gets, like, renovated or something after the fire. You mean Mrs. McBill? Who? The woman that runs the place is not named Gomez, I understand. The two of them look at each other in total bafflement. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so his, wait, after his house got what fire? The fire down at his studio. Oh, there's a fire in the, okay. Oh, okay, his so he's the, guy that, his he's the guy that does tattoos. He's a tattoo guy, not a tattooed guy. I got you. Right, well, they are probably one guy. of the things that happens. Usually. Don't get tattoos from a guy who does not have any. Yeah, the tattoo guy. Okay, okay, tattoo guy. Who's right. renting the room? Jesus okay, so there's a new guy renting the room. He has a tattoo studio. It's burnt down. You guys have a card for the pot you've been smoking? Oh, it's medical, man. We've got prescriptions. i got okay. a card right here. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a subscription too. The other Fifty bucks and complaining <laughs> about leg pain. It's really, really easy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Anyway. Not a cop anymore, but he still hey, hey, sometimes hey. forgets that fact. Shaman, right here. Shaman. Anyway, probably shouldn't mention the peyote and mescaline I have in the lab. No, you probably what what are you talking I got I'm sorry, I got I something in my ear right now. My lab in front of the two guys on the couch. That would have been dumb to do. Dave starts scrabbling at his ear. I'm sorry, I can't I don't hear very good lately. Nothing. You you guys didn't hear that either. Anyway, stay out of my lab. Anyway, the uh, so can I give a faint point so that their Halo console breaks from him being in close proximity to it? (laughs) I wouldn't say you wouldn't have to give a faint point for that, but I could say you definitely could suggest it to Ezra. Okay, I get faint point for the. Yeah. I have nothing to gain for them blowing up their Xbox game. No, I have nothing either. That's why I was going to give a faint point because I'm taking your thing into my hands, but I just think it would be fun. Not really way. emotionally stressed, so I don't, I yes. don't know. Right, so is this tattoo guy cool? Oh, yeah, he seems okay. Uh, he's out back right now with the cops kid. I figured it was tagging oh, his aspect. Uh-huh. Yeah, the cops kid. Right. He's, with the, he's with my, he's with, he's okay. with little Piglet, man. It's cool. Did you hear him? He said he's cool. Yeah, these asses are really ones I want determining what is cool for my little girl to be doing. Well, go talk to the tattoo guy. I think that's he's a good idea. your daughter. Yeah. I, God. Some people. One of them says to the other. I've got magic to go prep for. But I'll let him deal. You know, fuck it. I'm giving a faint point and tagging his whatever wizard aspect he has, and I'm shorting out their Xbox. Tagging for effect. Man, red ring of death, man. That's harsh. <laughs> right in the middle of their game. That's yeah, right. it's happened to all of us. Thunder <laughs> warranty still, right? How old is that? Oh, and they're up cursing, running their hands through the rat's nest of cabling behind the HDTV back there. <laughs> I have to go upstairs. Yep. All right. So, going upstairs, and you are making preparations, as I recall. Oh, you're skipping to me? Just briefly, I wanted to know what you were preparing for. I am gathering magical knickknacks, symbolic items from my toy box, which is what I call my box of symbolic items, mm-hmm. because Pokemon are elementally aligned. Um, <laughs> once I'm fairly certain that David isn't going to batter down my door with stuff, I'm going to what meditate, wait, focus. Why, 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 why did I batter down your door? I don't know, because I'm used to you causing trouble. Once I know that things are going to be fairly calm and that he's done, well, not even just batter down my door, but like knock alone. down, knock on my door and go, hey, dude, I'm leaving. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm trying to do a maneuver to put an aspect on myself. Mm, okay, okay. But basically, that's what I'm doing. I'm gathering my gear, getting the gun, gathering my equipment, and then I'm going to meditate and putting an aspect on myself for later use is going to be my goal. Excellent. 
So, Moondog, what's the yes. backyard of this place like? It has a lot of old, crappy playsets. Mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like they've had playsets after playsets donated to them. So they have like 12 playsets back here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, some are really old and decrepit, like Mercury. Some of them are kind of nice, like me. Oh, God. <laughs> on air. They've been donated by various charity groups and things like that. And then some look like they were just dropped off by some parents that wanted to get rid of either the playset or the kids. <laughs> or both. Good. It's a large area. It has a privacy fence around, wood fence around the whole thing. But there's points here and there that you could easily get through the fence with no problem. Mm-hmm. There's a little flower garden up against the back of the house and some flower beds. And towards the back, there's a little herb garden. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's kind of like my backyard now. No, Perfect. They have a trampoline in the back, mm-hmm. but it's not all there. So nobody so it's like, it. Kind of like Shaw. Yeah, kind of like Shaw. <laughs> so over by the ragged run-down trampoline there's a hulking crow magnet in jeans and those leather biker chaps okay and a heavy leather jacket and he's crouched down really working on the trampoline and you can see your daughter next to him her hands on her hips she has this serious quizzical look or that's her serious quizzical body language. And you can hear her talking. You can't make out what she's saying, but it sounds like a stream of serious questions. And you can occasionally hear like a low grumbling reply. All right, I'll edge closer so I can hear what is being said, but I'm going to try and stay behind a playset or something to keep myself from being seen. You can creep up easily enough. Okay. Do you have the stealth skill at all? I believe I do. Let me double check. There it is. It's not much of a skill, but it's there. It's at average. Okay. I was just mostly checking to see if you have it. All right. Do you want me to so, roll? No, no. I'm okay. mostly checking to see if you have it. Okay. All I right. want you to roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I know. So, the caveman, who looks like every image you've seen of a Neanderthal from National Geographic. Oh, wait. Um, so, he's... Li- wait a minute. being figurative. Okay. I was just going to say, are you... <laughs> okay, that's an important piece of information. Yeah, you're you're being literal here. He is a caveman. Yeah, huge, He's huge, not... heavy brow, <laughs> wild mane of hair, barely contained, serious upper body strength. Okay, I'm kind of Very wanting to like this guy, so I'm hoping he's not going to be. Anyway, and just like he's covered in ink, his ears are all cauliflowered, and his nose has been broken many times. You recognize that look, guys who have gotten into a lot of fights and stuff on the streets. Have that well, and he's I'm just sorry, he's covered in ink, it goes all the way up to his neck and curls up around his jawbone where you can see it. His face is clear of tattoos, but you can see his arms and hands and everything else is densely patterned with mystical and pin up art and skulls and okay. stars and all kinds of stuff. Now, there's an important question I have here that I'm asking as Mr. Never Seen Anything guy, cavemen. Mm-hmm. This is something where I see him and go, holy crap, that's a caveman. This is not yes. something where I see him and go, oh, this guy is, looks like he could, like, okay. He's going to try and sell you Geico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but you know what? I mean, I just want to make sure I'm understanding the cosmology of the situation correctly. That's a caveman. Cosmetology, I think is what I meant. Not cosmology. That's like cosmos. Never mind. <laughs> 
God, stop no, using no, big no. words when you don't know what the... All right, moving on. Um, no, you're right. It's exactly like, holy crap, this is a caveman. This is a caveman. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to move a little closer as my eyes are the size of saucers now and see if I can pick out what is being said. Although now that I know that, I have a fairly good idea. Well, then why don't you just get an <laughs> extension cord? Well, honey, even if an extension cord could reach out here, it would be all wrong, the angle for the machine. See? Look, I can't... You have to... I would have to turn it sideways. See? Because a sewing machine goes like this, and he makes a shape, and the canvas is, is this way, and I couldn't get it to work. Well, just take it all off, then. Yeah, I could do that, sweetie, but then I'd have to put it all back on the frame, and that's a lot more work. Trust me, this looks slow, but it's going to be a lot faster. And you can see what he's doing. He's sewing a section of material onto the trampoline, pausing, stretching it, putting it on the spring, and oh, okay. doing it again. All right, I will step forward. The little girl immediately turns around, squeals, Daddy! And hey. with her arms outstretched, runs, and then jumps, like bionic jump. <laughs> up into your arms. Hey, Squirt, how's it going? The man stands up. Who's your friend? Uh, dusts off one hand, and then carefully puts away this needle and heavy-duty thread before dusting off his hands and offering one huge gnarled mitt out to you. <laughs> I'll take it. No sense starting off on the wrong foot. Hey, how's it going, uh... David Mercury, nice to meet you. Clyde St. Jude, nice to meet you. His hand enfolds your own, and he shakes it firmly, but not like some big guys will do where they try to crush your bones. Right, right. He just shakes it firmly. Was that Clyde or Claude? Clyde. Clyde, okay. All right. Nice to meet you. Uh, yeah. Your daughter was just helping me fix the trampoline here. Oh, well, you know, that's that's uh, that's good. I, I like your hog out there. Oh, yeah, that, thanks. I've been working on that a long time. You a bike man yourself? Uh, not as much now as I used to be, but... Uh, no, Mommy said it was dangerous and that Dad couldn't do it because he would end up an organ donor. He involuntarily winces, but recovers very quickly. Yeah, that's... <laughs> well, you know, your mom was probably right. That's why it's a good idea to wear a helmet. And he thumps the top of his head through the big mane of <laughs> rustly hair. Well, anyway, thanks for loaning me the advisor, he says. Oh, hey, uh... Any any time she she hangs out here a lot, um, but I but I tend to keep an eye on on her. So let's see, how do I do this without making myself look like a complete paranoid asshole? Oh, I know what I'll do. Can I backtrack a little bit? Yeah, when he asked about the bike, yeah, and my I, not so much now. And before she cuts in with the mommy comment, I say I, I used to be a cop, so you know we work with them on occasion from time to time. And then the so kind of put emphasis on that. Oh, okay. That's what you meant. And Annie turns around. See, I told you. And she rolls her eyes. Uh, you told him what? Clyde didn't understand when I told him that you used to shoot bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. Still do. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. In fact, I think he's still packing. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I said, yeah, I, I did. I, I turned casually, yet with purpose. To kind of mm -hmm. show the gun holstered at my hip. But I don't see much need to do that kind of thing these days. Is there any reason why I should? Nah, moved into the private sector? For the most part, yeah. I still work with them from time to time, but... Daddy works for God. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's... that's uh, I work at... We, we live at the church. See, that's so... Oh, okay. oh the mouth of babe. Yeah, exactly. So I, I... That's... She's learning 
that's tough. We well, I understand. Hey, I'm crashing here, and I'm kind of fixing some stuff up. Turn my keep. I used to run Shellside Inc. down there. I don't suppose you ever heard of it. Uh, would he have? Because I don't remember whether we discussed that or not. In no, our... Yeah, you've been a beat cop here. You've seen this place. Uh, it's been around for like 10 years, you think? Okay. Oh, okay. You know, it's another tattoo shop in a okay. row of tattoo shops and pawn shops and stuff. Yeah, I would think your business took a bit of a hit. <laughs> you could say well, that, the, yeah. Well, with the fire and all. Yeah. We had a fire. <laughs> place burned to the ground and uh, those insurance uh, SOBs. <clears throat> um, don't want to pay up, so we're getting it all sorted out. In the meantime, Miss McBill said I could crash here. Nice lady. Well, if she's okay with you crashing here, then I'm certainly not going to stand in your way. All right, well. It's awful good of you. <laughs> yeah, you're such a nice guy. You're not here. <laughs> oh, I was just talking to you and, and you know. And... I'll let you live at the place where I don't live and have no power or control or say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just commenting on your overall personality. I'm just. So where are you off to next? Yeah. I tell her, Annie, I'm going to be out a little while. Uh, I'm sure Mrs. McBill can get you some dinner when you get hungry. Mac and cheese, she says, throws up the devil horns and starts banging her head. Well, either that or do you want me to go by uh, Alistair's and get you some of your favorite pancakes? No, it's mac and cheese night tonight with hot dogs. Oh, oh okay. Well, then there you go. Go to town. All right. Save me some. Okay, and Miss McBill says that she wants to talk to you tonight uh, before you pick me up. Okay. And you see a sly smile on Clyde's face. Hmm. Does his demeanor look sly as in, well, that's what sly is, never mind. Yeah, like, ooh. Oh, right, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I was thinking of something very different. Okay, yeah. Not like fox in a head. Okay, there you go, okay. Like gotcha. you're in trouble or uh, something like right. that. Right. All right. I will do that. In fact, do you know if she's here right now? Um, I think I saw her in the kitchen making, uh, making Rice Krispie treats or something. Probably making the mac and cheese. Uh, yeah. That would make sense, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. St. Jude, it was great meeting you. Not Clyde, please. Mr. St. Jude was my mother. All right, then. <laughs> okay. Like the character, by the way. Okay. Oh, good. Going into the kitchen area and see if she's there. Okay. Yes, she is. Miss McBill, built like a mama bear, stirring a vat of macaroni, big pot, roughly 75 gallons, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a cauldron of sorts. (laughs) (laughs) Used to do their laundry in. (laughs) Hey, Mrs. McBee. She looks over. Hey, David. Um, uh, Annie said you wanted to see me. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk to you tonight before you picked her up, actually, but uh, now's just a good time as any. Listen, so this weekend, I'm getting some together, you know, the moms who drop off their kids here. Right. And we're going to go down to the beach and, uh, you know, check out the street art and all that other stuff, you know, down there in the tourist area. Because they, they have one of those fairs coming up next week. Oh, okay. Anyway, we're going to go down there and... We thought it'd be nice maybe if you could come along and bring Annie, of course. Uh, this weekend, you say. When are we going to our thing? That's the next day, not the weekend. Tomorrow. Right. I'm um, not there, so I can't answer. He's not there technically either. I'm saying as a player, how does this fit in with our timeline this weekend? I don't know what day it is today as far as our game is concerned. Uh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. Uh, yeah, that should be fine. And even if, if for some reason I can't make it, I'll certainly have no problem with Annie going. Well, we'd really like to have you both, but... Well, I, if I can, absolutely. That's the plan. But in case something did happen... Okay. 
So then I'll see you on Saturday. Uh, we're leaving at about 8 a.m. Is there a spoon on the uh, counter by any chance oh, near absolutely. her? absolutely. He surreptitiously grabs one and takes a, as she's stirring, <laughs> takes a dollop of macaroni. Yeah, it's the usual stuff, like 50 different kinds of macaroni all stirred together. Nice. And four pounds of cheddar cheese and you awesome. know, six pounds of butter. Make, and me, damn, make me hungry now. Okay. An entire cow's worth of milk and two pigs <laughs> cut up into hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, he just grabs a bite. All right, my girl. Appreciate it. She smiles beatifically. Oh, I'll wash this bef- and I rinse the spoon off in the sink before I walk out. <laughs> just walk out the door with it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. So, cut to the meeting at Alistair's. Uh, did you want me to roll for my uh, meditation? Thing, um, uh, you know, there. I'm taking a look at this, and I don't really see any reason to make you roll for it. Okay. I'm putting the tag mana battery on myself, then, as the goal. Excellent. Give me a brief description, if you'd be so kind, of the meditation, though. How'd that work, and how's that charge you up? I fold up one of my uh, Indian blankets. I put it in the circle with me and lay down on it, uh, allowing crystals along my chakras. And I put on some thunderstorm music. Nice. Um, I burn incense that I hand ground into little uh, devil bags, which probably has some of the peyote and whatnot in it, which I don't think works in smoking anyway. But still, probably got some of the things that David was concerned about. And I uh, just concentrate and align myself with the uh, flow of the earth energy. Most of my magic seems to be earth-based these days. Try aligning myself with the flow of gravity and magnetic fields and... Uh, the just general flow of energy through the earth and focus it in a nice little pool right below my diaphragm in my gut that I can tap into. At least that's how I perceive it. And that's how it is. Excellent. And then I've got my messenger bag full of stuff. Okay. And a shotgun, which is wrapped up in a blanket. And uh, actually, no, it'll be in the trunk until we need it because I actually, it's all licensed and everything. So legally got so it'll be in the trunk are kind of the theme right, around here. Here we go till we get there. So, back at Alistair's. Let's see. Dave, you had wanted to look into criminal databases or, well, get other people to do it. Right. As I recall. Yes. So on the way to Alistair's, I was going to swing by the station and see what I could either find through... I'm trying to think how much weight I would have now that I'm a former cop. I'm not a cop now. Well, you made it part of your character archetype, and we worked it out before that you have plenty of connections, lots of people who like you or owe you one on the... I would say it's a non-issue, basically. Okay. Then uh, I'm going to see what I can find out about the Pitcairn family and see if they've had any arrests or any kind of mysterious-looking encounters with the law in our... Records. Well, the last group of Pitcairns, when the family tree was slightly larger in the late 60s and early 70s, had quite the collective rap sheet. A lot of stuff with narcotics charges and domestics, speeding, uh, driving under the influence, you know, even some shoplifting and all that stuff. But it looks like the tree has pruned itself down to this single branch, largely as the result of drug overdoses, crashes, suicide, that sort of thing. God is not mocked. All right. So Robert Pitcairn, who was a middle, is the sole surviving heir of the Pitcairn fortune. Well, the sole surviving original heir of the Pitcairn fortune. Now, his wife and his adopted daughter are all that remains of the once great Pitcairn family. 
Hmm. Okay. Once great means might be trying to be great again. But you've lived here long enough to know that it used to be huge in this town. I mean, you know that. That's about all you know, social-wise. Okay. Well, there we go. And did I miss any other research that you guys wanted to do before you met up again? Nope. You took care of me with our little messages. Excellent. Back in the great big silver Airstream trailer type diner perched on its access road overlooking the cliffs and the ocean music playing quietly people talking Al mopping the floor in the corner I relay to them what I found over a plate of mac and cheese (laughs) damn them all to hell and over my shoulder I hey Al thanks for putting the hot dogs in appreciate it he waves a leathery mummy like hand at you you guys won't believe what... Well, actually, you might already have seen him, Ezra. Did you see the new guy at your place, the tattoo guy that we were talking about? Nope, heard about him. Apparently he's cool. <laughs> he's a... Let's just say he's a little behind the times. He's very behind the times, as a matter of fact. Well, what do you mean? I point to my brow, as in uh, unibrow behind the times. Well, I don't think you can hold someone's personal grooming against him like that, man. No, no, I mean, he's a Neanderthal, and I'm not talking metaphorical here. He looks... He comes from the Neander Valley of Germany? No, I mean, he comes from... A Geico commercial? Pretty much. He might as well. What? He's a gecko? You no, do know no, no, no. Actors, right? Actors wearing makeup. I'm not talking about the guys on the commercial, you doof. I'm talking about... No, he's not what a gecko. What you think this guy's a Neanderthal? Because of the way he looks. I mean, that's what he looks like. Have it occurred to you maybe he's just ugly? Just saying, Homo sapiens white out Neanderthals thousands and thousands of years ago said the wizard to the warrior of God next to the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Look, all I know is what I saw. I think you're being overly dramatic. I I don't. <laughs> well, as long as he pays his rent and can sling some decent ink I'm just out of my room, I'm fine. No, the reason I'm bringing it to your attention is, I mean, he seems like a nice enough guy. For a caveman. I don't know. I've never met a caveman before. Have you? No, I bet you probably haven't either. I just said that. Well, then apparently he wasn't Neanderthal. Oh, I see what you're saying. I misunderstood. No, no. I mean, I, I never met one until now. I mean, this is, this went beyond just being ugly. This guy had, I mean, I shook his hand, and his hand felt like, no, like I mean, hands? well. <laughs> Did he have five fingers? Did he okay. have mammoth blood under his nails? I don't know. I didn't check. Look, <laughs> damn it. I'm just trying to. We, Did he have a wife named Lucy, who is osteopisthene and not a Neanderthal, but regardless? <laughs> You know what? Fine. Whatever. I'm... Sounds like he has a man crush. Was he complaining about Mr. Slate giving him crap at work all day? <laughs> Fine. You know, we are working with supernatural convergences and all kinds of crap. I thought you might want to be aware that there might be someone coming up through time, showing up in the 20th. 20... Fine. You know what? Never mind. I'll just deal... Yeah, like deal... I will, I will, deal... I will deal with... Wait Inc... a second. I will deal with Encino Man my own way. Thank you very much for nothing. <laughs> Wow, he's awful sensitive today. I know. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I should get a fate point for getting a nephew out of him. I mean, historically, if it isn't the Neanderthal... I swear to God, does. people who start listening to the podcast when these things start showing up are going to think you and I can't stand each other. If he is a Neanderthal, historically, we can take him. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, whatever. I'm not. There's no point in talking. Was he to you wearing because, clothes? What? Was he, he wearing clothes, or was it like a tiger skin title? No, he was. Shoulder? He 
this is not going to help my case. He was wearing biker garb. Then he's fine. Was his bike powered by running his feet? He probably just hasn't shaved for a while. It might have been powered by his feet. I didn't check the bike Running out that closely. It was a Harley. Stone wheels. Hell, you're living with the guy. But, you know, never mind. When you go home, you will see him and you can judge for yourself. I'll go and see if he's painted gazelles and buffalo on his walls. I no, don't very seriously. Now we got to get moving. Fair enough. So, yeah, I'm ready to go out to the desert and crack open the veil between the worlds. As you do. I'm ready. Why don't you take that to go, David? Your mac and cheese with hot dogs in it. You know, it's not my fault. That's what Ms. McBill was serving for. You know what? I don't have to justify myself to you. Shut up. <laughs> I picture him closing his arms protectively around the styrofoam container yeah, of mac yeah. and cheese. I have this nice chicken wrapped. I can eat this on the go. I'm good. I'm not hungry. Let's Here, go. I'll, I'll eat this on the go and I'll eat it in Shaw's car. Oh, whoops. Shit, I slipped. <laughs> You're not getting in my car. Not after your attitude. My attitude. You can ride on the roof. Okay, we're going out to do the Vel thing. <laughs> and, and and skip over to caveman time. All right. Back outside the looming black fortress that is the prison. I'm going to look around. Do I see a vulture flying? You can see several vultures circling in the distance out near the Sangre uh, de Cristo. Hills. Gotcha. And they look distinctly different. These are your normal turkey vultures. That other one you saw was some sort of huge black and white giant lives in Africa vulture or something. Like comes from Cape Man time? Who knows? You're not really an expert on cave vultures. True. And we should bring David's new friend out. I'm studiously ignoring your mockery. <laughs> he says out loud. I'm not mocking you. Mockering? Mockering. Mockerina. I'm not mockering. <laughs> Do the mocker. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to uh, set up shop outside the main gate of the prison. I do not want to open it right in the heart of the prison because I'm not oh. sure I'll be able to get out since it is a prison. So, like, right outside the main gate, outside of the, like, uh, it wasn't a threshold, but it was some kind of field or barrier. Barrier. Yeah, when you saw it through your sight, there was this pure The lattice of energy, yeah. Yeah, there was this pure white disc or or perimeter or something around it, like a mystical kill zone maybe, uh, that went out like a mile and a half in all directions. I thought there was also like a barrier or something when I walked through the gates or something, wasn't there? Oh, yes, there also was the remnants of something. You know, with the gate being open, it just wasn't as powerful. Yeah, I'm still going to set up shop and try and open the way outside of that gate. Gotcha. So outside the gate there, draw my circle in the sand. I'm going to – isn't that a Belinda Carlisle's? I, I don't know. Yes, it is. <laughs> Let's let it go with that. I'm bringing out my LP of Ambrosia's 1976 album, Somewhere I've Never Traveled, because that album cover folds up into a little cardboard pyramid. Awesome. Setting that in the center. Best friend in junior high's mother had that album. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> um, Objectively speaking, you are correct. Then I'm grabbing out of my pack five rubber snakes and setting them up at the five points of the circle, representing the earth spirit that I've been kind of keeping getting glimpses of. Mm-hmm. And then right below that, a little plastic door from like a Lego set, standing that upright at the end, opening that, cool. and using an act of will... This is thaumaturgy, so as long as I don't blow the roll, I can consistently pump energy into it. Um, yeah, and you've set up a good scene with it, so you can take advantage of that as well. Okay, so count that as a aspect attack? 
Yes. Excellent. Okay, so the difficulty is going to be based on however hard the uh, barrier is between the never-never and whatnot here. And you were setting yourself up outside the barrier that you saw. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So still within that one-mile sphere, but outside of the actual prison. Excellent. So you're basically in a different zone, as it were. That's the plan, yes. Uh, okay. So, yeah, what's the difficulty for me here? Hmm. I'm going to say this is a good difficulty, as in uh, plus three. I got a plus four coming in. Well, that's a three, and I'll just tag the uh, thaumaturgic circle aspect I set up right there, and that puts it to a five, which should be no problem to open up the way. Now, let me pause. While the wizard is setting up... I'm going to continue to mock his cape. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just ragging each other in the background. Oh, yeah. Working here. Did you say something? He did. You know, if you weren't so absorbed with your own shit, you could probably hear him. No, I'm absorbed with your shit. You're a caveman. I saw what I saw. Okay. If he's such a wizard, how come he doesn't have one of those familiar things? He takes a long time to do stuff, too. Kind of does. Hey! <laughs> Forever and ever. Wizard over here, working. Takes him hours to prep. we got to wait days for him to do anything. And well, then, you know, Gandalf never takes that long. We could have opened the damn circle and gone in by now. It's open. We mean it's open. Big shimmering portal behind me here. It's open. Look, next time you guys can bend the uh, laws of time and space to your will. Apparently somebody already did because there's a caveman walking around uh, Isla del Oro. Maybe he fell into a uh, glacier and got unfrozen and now he went to law school. <laughs> Maybe you need to find a wizard that moves a little faster. They got to be out there. I've read the books. He'd be faster if he had a familiar. Maybe he can get the caveman. <laughs> Caveman's too intelligent. You can't have an intelligent... Well, I don't know how that works. All of this is the presence of a large, shimmering portal. <laughs> yeah, the portal's open, guys. All right. Here? You go Either first. Yeah. Snakes and be very dangerous. It's your portal. Fine. Everyone remember where we parked. Got it. Shotgun in one hand, wand in the other. Yep, I'm drawing my gun. Quarantine style. Yeah, I got my claws out. My shotgun's nothing special. It's just a double-barrel 12-gauge like any farm would have. Surprised you yeah. bring your lapdog with you there, Shaw. Victor's busy. He's taking care of something for me. Thank you. Can't decide if it's more demeaning to call him Shaw or Logan. Either one works fine for me. Create <laughs> a poor man too. Call him Shogun. Shogun. That's true. Certainly not going to call him Law. Stepping through the portal. Yep. <laughs> so, step through. There's a slight drop down on the other side, and you feel a, a weird gone. sensation, like when you hit your funny bone, mm-hmm. but all through your whole body. Oh, Ooh. damn. Just for a moment. Isn't that the best you could do with all that time we gave you to work? Good God. It wasn't that bad. Suck it up. Christ, man, I just cut a portal (laughs) through dimensions. You just don't want to get your head too big. You know, a little sensation I think is pretty good. You're standing on hard pan desert, crazed with cracks and salt crystal patterns. The light is a weird bluish green and seems to ripple. A strangely thick-looking air that distorts everything, as if you're looking through the Coke bottle lenses. The horizon seems to curve up oddly, and there's a slight feeling of pressure on your ears and in your sinuses. Faint, ghostly shapes swim by. I cross myself. Fish-like, but many of them are enormous, gliding shadows. Three or four times the size of a man. Some of them are serpentine or even reptilian, but they're just sort of the suggestions of shapes, like shadows cast by nothing swimming through the air around you. Where are we? This is the Never Never. We are in, yeah, we're in the Never Never. We're in the, uh, 
Oh, it's hard to explain. It's the spiritual reflection of our world. Let's where, get moving. Where uh, monsters come from. I'm trying you to feel, myself. And you should feel right at home in here, Shaw. Blah, 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 blah. My understanding, you guys got a natural ability to world walk. Me? Little, yeah. Little bubbles. Maybe. Come out of your mouths when you talk. <laughs> like comic book bubbles? Or no, like little <laughs> drifting bubbles. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Orienting yourself, and you couldn't see it until you looked around for it, and then somehow it's like, how did you miss it? Because it's huge. This looming dome of ivory soars up into the weird, watery air. It's shot through with cracks and holes and jagged edges. The top of it is all cracked open. And you can see barbs neatly arrayed. Well, once they were, like a geometric procession of barbs, the spaces between each one filled with a barb of half the size, and so on and so on. So it's a bizarre mosaic. But now it's Fractal barbs. Yeah, but it's been cracked, weathered, fallen apart like an egg from which something has long since hatched. Pieces of it lie all around. And inside, you can see a version of the prison. It's in that same Star of David repeated motif or repeated design. But all the walls seem to lean inward following the curve of the shell of ivory that surrounds it. Thick, unhealthy-looking tendrils writhe through the largest holes in this shell, including up and over the top, and swarm down. Every so often they move like a snake swallowing a mouse. You can see lumps passing through them and going out into a main tendril that spirals off up into the air and off in another direction that your eyes can't quite understand. Well, that's something you don't see every day. Does that look similar to the cast on Yantic's tentacles that I had seen previous? It is exactly that. But here in the Never Never, there are so many more of them. But it goes into one big tentacle? Yep, that's heading off in some direction that uh, you could probably follow it. Define big for me. It's the idea of vastness. Okay, so bigger around than, say, a bus? Almost certainly. Not the size of a country, but bigger than a bus. Nothing I could cut through with a warden sword that I don't have. (laughs) (laughs) But the proper application of dynamite. You got some kind of whammy spell that models three days and you can cast a spell at it. Well. Oh, I can cast a spell at it. I can cast a wicked big spell at it. Yeah, but it's going to take three days. No, it won't. (laughs) Everything else can do take three days. It doesn't take three days. It took me a day. Well, what are we going to do to get rid of this thing? Okay, number one, this is... Okay, look. From what I'm gathering, this is the cast in It's leeching energy off of this prison and using it. So let's kill it. I would really like to cut off this energy. Now, we have some options. I'm not opposed to getting a wicked batch of dynamite and blowing the hell out of it. We don't have any dynamite. We'd have to go back and get it. Well, yes, we could do that. I have my um, gun. We could shoot the thing. You've got you see a... how big it is? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but this is a holy weapon. Well, how about if I and the wizard go back to get dynamite and you can blow it away while we're gone? Then I'm you not won't... entirely sure that dynamite will do it, is the thing. Because <laughs> it's a magical thing, but dynamite does work on a lot of things. Well, nuclear weapons are way beyond my resources. Okay, how about nuclear weapons? Are they beyond your resources, too? That's what I said. No, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> you pick it on me again? No. 
Why would I do that? I'm done talking. I'm going to I, mute. I might could. <laughs> I might could be able to blow it out. Here's the thing. It's really going to do a number on me. And I'm going to need you guys to get me out of here afterwards because I, I might have what to the untrained eye looks like a massive stroke. Well, if we leave it alone, it's going to get bigger and badder. Yes. And eventually it's going to cause more problems for us in the other world. Oh, shit fuck. Um, okay. No. What? We've got Mordite. Oh, yeah. Shit fuck? Yeah, well, you know, when shit and fuck don't do enough, we I... got to <laughs> together. All right, then. Now, refresh me. Mordite is death energy, right? Yes. It comes from beyond the universe, and it destroys all things. All things. And from what I've studied about the Castanon Yantic, let me look at my notes here on the Castanon Yantic. Promise of power, sneaks into dreams, sponsors magic. To my knowledge, its portfolio isn't anything about... Void and destruction and all that kind of stuff. It's just general evil. Yeah, you haven't come across any references. I haven't come across anything that says feeding it Mordite's going to make it go, mmm, yummy Mordite, more power. You've never heard of anything like that. It's um, sometimes used in magical duels because it can destroy just about anything. Yeah, it's a spear of annihilation. Yeah, basically. All right. right. Well, luckily, I know where some Mordite is. I just got a sweet talk. The uh, warden's like, oh, hi, that Mordite I brought here for safekeeping. Yeah. Um, Can I see that? I'd hate to blow out all my synapses and my heart and find out that it wasn't enough to blow up this thing. What does David think of this surreal scene? It's definitely giving him less of a problem believing in the whole God thing. I mean, he was coming around anyway, but after seeing something like this, it's definitely increasing his supernatural uh, awareness. I don't have a lot of Mordite, and that thing's awful big. But if I can combine the Mordite with some wicked powerful earth magic, that might do the trick. Hmm. There's a sound from the direction of the prison, like screams or metal that's been tortured or great stones sliding over great stones. Well, we were going to try. I, I wanted to check out the prison anyway, so that sounds dangerous. Let's go check that out. Should Good you, idea, Ezra. Thanks, gang. Do you want me to take a few shots at it and see if that does anything? I prefer not to draw attention to it and piss it off unless we know we're going to kill it outright. Can't we go to your wardens and get some explosives there? I'm also not against getting explosives. From the wardens. Wardens? We don't have explosives. What? Okay. Wizards, man. You're the vampire with all the connections. I'm sure you're... You know how much expensive those explosives are going to be? You're going to pay for it? You know what? Dynamite's not that expensive. Yeah, but I don't think dynamite's going to do the job. Let's go check the sounds out, and then we'll go from there. With a wet, creaking rustle... Thin tendrils corkscrew down from the network above you. They're converging slowly, questing, feeling their way down toward your... I cocked the hammer back on my gun. Are you sure you don't want me to use this? Give it a try. I'm not going to tell you no. (laughs) So much for being subtle and investigating. Okay, you investigate. I'll shoot the fuck. Look. Okay, sounds good. Okay. You die and I'll run. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, don't let me stop you. Please go by only and fire away. All right. So when you die, should I take care of your daughter or find somebody else to do so? Find somebody else to do it. Stop the banter. Shoot. Okay, I'll give her to dad. They're kind of coming together in a cone-like shape, like some sort of weird tornado okay. made out of twisted grass, reaching down toward Logan. Okay. Oh, they're reaching down toward Logan. Well, by all means, then. You're not going to fire <laughs> then, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run behind um. <laughs> 
do they still seem to be coming towards me or do they yeah they're winding together now into a single point forming a twisting cone-like shape which quests searching about as if sniffing the air oh god damn it i'll fire it you're, shoot it. I'm, I'm Sonic Blast. Sorry, sorry. I kneel in prayer for a second. Oh, take a deep breath, let out half of it, and fire my gun and let out the other half. Better be one Sniper hell of a prayer. Right. You are using this thing in line with its purpose. Yep. So you get the benefits from that. I believe you ignore any armor or I damage do, reduction. Yes. Yep. I think we have to spend a fate point to activate that. I'm not sure. It's holy. It's holy symbol. So that has certain things that will also plus one to my firearm skill. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. And I think if you spend a fate point, it counts as a uh, catch for anyone for their armor or damage reduction. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because my guns are now good as a penance for my killing those people. Whoa! Yes! First time I've ever rolled that I can think of a plus four on my fudge dice. Wow. Good job. So that's plus seven right there. Oh, do it. I'm going to use it. you want to. Yes, I do. (laughs) I've got four fate points. I'm going to use a fate point to uh, create an aspect with my description there, but I didn't specify and I didn't roll for it, so screw that. But I will use a fate point to tag Pacenti 357. Yes. Making that plus nine. I'll go with plus nine. That's a decent wow. thing. Yes, it is. So I need three fate points. A coruscating ghostly ring of fire spreads out behind the round like a shock wave. Somehow, here in the Never Never, you can see the round. Nice. It travels upward. It trails the spreading shock wave of bright silver fire behind it, which the questing tendrils start to draw away from and then are disintegrated by. Nice. Portions of them drift away, fragmenting, and the shadowy shapes swimming through the water dart in, swarming about these smaller pieces as if consuming them fish when you toss food into the water. Hmm. The whole remaining mass shoots back up into the main tendril. The great tendril above actually shudders for a moment. Hey, you know what? My thing might be as tough as I thought. I forgot that the god weapon there can just, with a fate point, ignore armor and whatnot. Between the uh, god Oh, did I pay a fate point for that too? So I spent two on that little trick there. Okay, so let me make That's that. What I thought, yes. Okay, then, alright, three, not four. Between the god gun and my magic, you might be able to blast this thing without the Mordite. I mean, two. You know I got grenades. You got grenades? What the you? hell are you just mentioning this now for? Um, well, they're, they're, they're in the truck. Then you what? don't got I grenades. Got, I got C4, too, back there. You're an idiot. This is the character speaking, not directed at Chris. Why would you not bring those with you? This is we were talking about because ex- my bodyguards carry all that stuff. Well, no, but we got. I got. I got a. I'll go back and get it. You guys wait here. Can I go back through the roof real quick? Is the gate open still? I don't remember how long that last open. Usually a scene, unless you're putting something else into it. That's what I would say. Which I haven't. I was going to open it again on this side. Okay. Can I spend a fake point to have a three grenades with me? Give me a roll on firearms, and you're looking to be a four. Okay. I don't have firearms. Unless you're talking oh, about guns. Wait. I'm sorry. Guns. I got guns. <laughs> I went back to World of Darkness there for a moment. <laughs> Sitting there going, firearms. Oh, no. Can I spend a fate point? How much does that add if I just want to add a plus? No, you definitely could spend a fate point. I was just going to let you do it as kind of a declaration. No, 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 no,
I'll spend the fate point. Okay, so yes, give me your fate point. And I, I don't think that's really exactly how that works, but that's okay. I'll take the fate point for it now. And yes. What I had asked is how many pluses can you get with a fate point? Plus two if you tag a uh, aspect. It's plus one if you don't tag an aspect. Okay. Yep. Then I'm going to no. – But I'm going to let you just have it for a fate point. We won't worry about the mechanics and everything okay. at the moment. Well, the plus one would give me the four. That's why I was thinking I'd just spend a fate point to get a plus one and get the four. There you are. See? Then it works out anyway. So you have yourself a pair of fragmentation grenades. Have yourself a pair of frag grenades. Well, I think we're just going to use our standard tactic, mass force. Yep, let's find a nice solid part of the uh, tendril here. Not its little web of networks, but the big, thick strand. Yeah, let's go after the big boy. Let's try blowing it away. No problem. I will use one of my fragment grenades then. That would take some sort of inhuman strength to throw. Not a problem. I will use one of my vampire skills, inhuman strength. <laughs> I've been wanting to use them anyway. That's good because see, that makes you roll for hunger later. Yeah, and there's only a couple things I can eat on here right now. Yes. <laughs> Stay over there, pal. Stay away from me. <laughs> Wizards are so stringy. Give me a bit of description for your throw here. Okay, well, I pull the grenade out and go, look, I got one of these things. And I pull the pen. <laughs> and I hold it with my hand, and then I go, I'm going to see if this will blow up the big tendril. And I throw it. Okay. The rest of you? I'm not worried about a strict initiative order or anything here. Okay. I'm going to wait for the ordinance to weaken it before I start putting my life force into things. Is there anything to take cover behind? The wizard. <laughs> yeah, it's hard pan desert. Okay, there. yeah, so just moving away. <laughs> and this bridge cable tendril thing is way up there. Ooh, okay. I'm throwing. I'm just concerned because fragmentation grenades, by their very definition, explode outward. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm dropping prone <laughs> just to be on the safe side because even if he hits, that stuff's going to go flying everywhere. So let's see. What skill be appropriate for this one? Let me take a quick look here because this could be interesting if something happens. That's true. Would it be thrown weapons or demolitions? I think well, demolitions is more like how do you blow this up? Yeah, thrown weapons. There's a skill for that? Yep. I think just weapons, right? Oh, is it? I want to say it was under weapons for throwing, but I can't recall. It's been... And I, I'm getting confused with Hope of Darkness too now, because yes, I was going to say athletics. Help. Athletics might be it, for that matter, and I think about it, you're throwing some. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I'm looking up now. Okay, so give me then an athletics roll, and you can use your inhuman strength to modify that. Okay, so athletics, I'm at plus five. I'm at seven total. Wow. The grenade doesn't really, it's not like it's lobbed so much as it just takes off in a straight line from where you throw it, <laughs> streaking off into the distance. There's a sound like someone slamming a door far away, and all of you feel a, a slight pressure across your face and in your chest. A bright flash up there seems to be like an implosion. It expands out and then collapses inward, going all weird and green. And large chunk of the tendril is gone. And you can see smaller pieces drifting away from it, little tendrils coming out, and a stream of blue energy coming out of the ragged hole and mixing with the air, dividing in weird ways, like, like ink that's been poured into water. Ooh, ooh. Earth energy is being reclaimed. Maybe? Think so. Yeah, the bright blue. That's the orgone. If you say so. Yeah, I do. Wizard. 
Your turn. Just shoot it. I'm formulating a spell here. All right. Oh, God. We're going to be here for a while. Shoot the thing. Quiet. No, it's going to be cool. Don't worry. No, he just says that as he's about to pull the trigger. Oh, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> Fuck you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really like your sound effect for that. <laughs> <laughs> and give me a guns roll for this. Okay. Taking into account uh, anything you might want to tag or anything else. All right, guns roll. Plus one is because of purpose. That makes it superb. No, no, great. That's plus four right there. Total is plus five. Okay. That ignores all kinds of good stuff. Well, I'm not spending another fate point to ignore armor because I only have two. You know what? The session's almost over. Yes, I am. Fuck it. Okay. You can't really see the result, but you know it connects. And later, again, blue glowing ink is now pouring over from the top of the tendril. Before it was just pouring out of a hole in the bottom. Now it's pouring over from an unseen hole in the top. The whole tendril shakes and the back part of it behind the ragged hole that's been punched in here mm. whips, stretching its connection to the damaged part as if trying to tear away. I look over at Ezra and in the same tone he used say, Holy Champion of God! Yeah. All right. Okay. 12 shift attack. All 12 shifts going into weapon. Jesus. Which means I'm automatically going to take a seven mental stress hit. Got plus one power, plus one control. Yeah, so I'm going to take automatically a seven stress mental hit. I told you guys to have to carry me out. Are you sure you want to? Okay, it's already done. (laughs) Okay, so I'm rolling at a plus five. I know I've got some aspects I'm going to be tagging here. (laughs) That's not bad. Okay, I've got a total of six. I need to cover... Six more points to get to 12. So I'm tapping mana battery. I'm spending a fate to tap that hoodoo that I do. And I'm going to spend another fate point to tap Bohemian Wizard. Okay, okay. Tie Bohemian Wizard into this for me with a little bit of description. Or how um, it's okay. working. I shout out. Uber Alsharen! It's a sonic attack. Mm-hmm. Wand out. It is a big scream and clang Sounds like a million Kentucky Bobcats shrieking and howling and wailing in a big thunderous sonic blast coming out of the wand and leaving a runnel in the ground as it shrieks towards the uh, tendril. So there's a blast. You can see the shockwave rippling away. It pushes all of you back and away from Ezra. And Ezra, it pushes you back from where you had been. You find yourselves drifting to the ground that's, slowly. That's 12, that's 12 damage. <laughs> For a moment, nothing happens. I'm taking a seven stress mental hit. Yes. So I'm going to take is, the uh, moderate mental hit. I'm going to put just a dizzy, like totally off balance. Okay, yeah, that'll work. Cannot see straight. Ah, I like cannot see straight as a description. That works for me. Yeah. And then three go into my stress. So for a moment, nothing seems to happen. I kind of rock back on my heels and collapse to the ground a bit. <laughs> no. And then the portion of the tentacle that was connected to the prison begins a lazy-looking fall down toward the dome and toward you. The portion that was extending off into the never-never snaps back violently with a loud whip crack that echoes and then withdraws corkscrewing with a animal shriek that you feel in your minds more than here. 
disappearing into the distance. Good. I think we just, I think we just blasted Cthulhu. <laughs> well, we better get the hell out of here. It sounds like a good plan. I pick him up in a fireman's carry. A shadow Ooh. blots out the wavery blue light falling over you. Dude, you're blocking the sun. Now who takes too long to cast a spell? Who's casting a spell? <laughs> I just did. I see that. Well, now we're getting you out of here. Are you sure you're able yeah. to talk with a seven points dress? Hit? <laughs> I've only taken a three point mental hit. I've got the moderate mental condition. I can't. Oh, see. okay. I am. Gotcha. Wobbly on my knees. <laughs> okay. Here, let me carry him out. Back to the back of the eyes. I hurt a lot. I have a healing touch. Yeah. The I'm shadow creatures flit away like a shoal of fish fleeing a shark. The There's shadow a... over you grows. You can feel a pressure wave. David, you're blocking the sun. Where are we going to run? I move. To anyway. Didn't the gate close? Yeah. What's the big Where? shadow thing in front of us or something? That's the tendril falling. It's falling. Oh. We got to oh, get out of run. the tendril falling. Run. Yeah, please. Run. run. I've been trying to tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I heard He's that, you know, like I pick him up. Okay. Run, run, run. I'm going to use my inhuman speed. Oh, man. So, there's sort of a flicker, and Logan is gone. As Over here! Cross, as you cross through the portal, you fall about a yard and land on the burning hot desert. It was cold in there, you realize now. Right. Even the winter desert feels like an oven compared to the temperature beyond the portal. Oh, going to lie here for a second, guys. Lie down. Um, who's going to close the portal? I can close the portal. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. I, I just, just have getting... to. Clo- I don't do I, I can't remember if I have to roll to close the portal if I just can will it shut. It's basically a spell that you're kind of you know that you wove. Yes. So I would say you can will it shut. Snap my fingers. Okay, let's get in Wizard. the car or truck and drive away. And it closes. Just as you hear a uh, tremendous, brittle crash from the other side of the portal. Oh, my. It seals shut. Take me drunk. I'm home. I still haven't done my power list of faith things, but I'm pretty sure I can use my touch in situations like this where someone has sacrificed themselves in honor of doing something pure and good, which I think this qualifies for knocking out Cthulhu. Um, I can think my touch can grant some kind of, I could swear I read that about the holy touch. Take a quick look. But I'm, I just bookmark champion of God while I'm here. Could be wishful thinking, but I don't think so. If it is, I'll say never mind and we'll move on. I I don't recall seeing any healing powers anywhere. It's okay. I'm fine. You don't have to heal me. Not you. It's in either the righteous or the, um. True faith. Bless his house, guide my hand, holy touch. There we go. Uh, okay, so you can use, you can pray for divine intervention when, like, a friend or an ally in the service of good is, you know, forced to suffer some sort of horrible, lasting, or permanent consequence. Okay, so this wouldn't really qualify. He's, only, he's just not seeing straight. Yeah, holy okay. touch lets you hurt uh, monsters. Gotcha. So, sounds like a good place to end it to me. Very good. Yeah. Yeah.
It was awesome! We kicked ass yet again. You guys did great. Yeah, vampire, know your place. Oh, frag grenades didn't... Really? Frag grenades didn't not hurt it. <laughs> you really told me to know my place. No. I think I'm ready to, you know, feed now. <laughs> Go ahead, feed on me. I dare you to try. Holy touch, hello? Vampire? Go ahead, feed on me. I'm White Court, we're immune to that. I don't remember seeing this. Well, that's what I'm going with. I'm writing it in the book right now. <laughs> it's in my copy. Okay. Well, I had a fun time tonight. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yep. I and as usual, because- Moondog, no hard feelings on the banter. It's all... Oh, dear God, if you don't do it, I'd be bored with you. <laughs> <laughs> I expect it. I know. I just like to make sure. I just like to... Oh, Make sure characters no... don't have to always get along. I agree, but I yep. want you know. just have to work together when necessary. Exactly. This never hurts to be on the safe side, though. Is all. Oh, of course, I never take it personally. Okay. Well, unless you say this is about you, not your character. You're an asshole. You're an idiot. <laughs> then I might take that personally. Well, yeah, I understand. Oh well, I will talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Yep, sounds good. Have a good night, guys. And there you have it. Certainly hope you enjoyed that issue. I would like to take this opportunity to give a special heartfelt thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Bambi of the Porcelain Llama Theater Podcast. She helped out with the editing on this one, and it really was a time saver. So, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Next issue, we have Dungeon World, not Session 2. But we have actually a character generation because we have a new player. And he will be introduced to you as well as his Dresden Files character, which will be incorporated into the next Dresden Files session. So you have that to look forward to. So until then, this is Blind Geek thanking you for listening and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up. And always, let it soar.